I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Just $4.99 a month for your all-access pass. Playing now on Fandor is Seasons 1 through 6 of Dead Zone. This science fiction drama television series starring Anthony Michael Hall centers around a character who discovers he has developed psychic abilities after being in a coma for six years. Hey everyone, welcome to another Fandor video podcast. My name is Human. I'm here with the great Chris Kelly. Hey who? The man. The and man. of course, Brid. He's on camera. Brid. I'm finally here again. It's Thanks, our, uh, thanks <laughs> for having me, guys. It's our producer. Uh, all right, our guests today are... Uh, Rennie and Boston McConaughey. Did I say that right? Yeah. You got it. And they are the co-directors on a new film called Alien Country. Um, Okay, so this is a wonderful story. It's not even over. Boston, first of all, and Rennie, tell us what your movie's about and how'd you come up with the story. Yeah, sure. All right, so Alien Country is a sci-fi action uh, comedy. Yeah, a little cross genre, but basically, Rennie and I, you know, we've been dating for a while. We got married, and uh, we kind of got tired of the traditional love story you see in film, where you know a couple falls in love, they have their you know moment of doubt, and then at the end they make it. And we were just like, you know what? These romance movies get a little repetitive. Like any two amateurs can fall in love. It takes a professional to stay in love. And so we tried mm-hmm. to tell a story about a young couple that has been together for a long time and has challenges that force them to basically, you know, figure out what the most important thing in the relationship is, right? And how to stay together. And, and so long story short, we wrote a story that was a modern day Western. It was about a young couple in the middle of the desert who had an unexpected change in their life. She gets pregnant without planning. And so they're instantly thrown into this chaos of will they, won't they, can they, can't they have a you know, successful relationship as a child comes into play. Um, and the problem really is that she wants to leave their small town. Meanwhile, Jimmy wants to stay in the small town. She has big dreams. He wants to have the white picket fence, yada, yada. But luckily, in the midst of their uh, turmoil, aliens invade their town. So, so that turns <laughs> into the perfect catalyst for them to figure out what's important. And uh, in the end, they figure out that their relationship can survive anything that the universe throws at them. So Are that's, these that's alien alien country in a nutshell? Sometimes it really is the universe that throws it at you, right? <laughs> exactly. Are so. these friendly aliens or no? Well, there are. There's two different kinds of aliens. We have the body swapper aliens. Um, that's a little bit of a spoiler there, but no. There's there's aliens that are like humanoid, and then there's straight up monsters, big old right. uh, glow in the dark, 
evil monsters that eat people alive. So. And, and human, it, it's an invasion. So that, that means that <laughs> oh, they're yeah. not nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did he say that? <laughs> <laughs> Typical um, fashion. The aliens start at the small towns first, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> so you guys are in post-production, correct? Like the yes. movie's not even done. Where are you oh. guys at right now? Yeah. We just uh, picture locked a couple weeks ago, which means the okay. edit that we've been working very hard on, hard on for about a year and a half is completely locked. It's not going to move. And it's in sound, music, and color and visual effects. So we've got a bunch of monsters to create and add to the film still. Um, but we're looking to be finished in the next three months yeah. or so. Yeah. So yeah. the sa- sound design, music, uh, c- composition, and the color correction will all be done pretty much in the next six weeks, eight weeks here. And then visual effects will take a little bit longer after that. So, uh, Ren- Rennie, you are you star in the movie. Uh, are you the wife of the... Are you the star? <laughs> are you the star of the movie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, these days you got to fix yourself into whatever you can, you know? Um, yeah, I play the lead character, Everly. She discovers she's pregnant at the beginning, beginning of the film, and... She's got this music career that she's been dreaming of. And actually she's on her way out of town to go audition for like, for like American Idol or something, the equivalent so of So can you sing? Idol. Sorry, what? Can you sing? I do sing, yeah, yeah. in the film, yeah. Do you have an original song on the soundtrack or anything like that? Yes. Exactly, yeah, oh, it's called, it. the song's okay. called Now or Never. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. It's gonna be nominated everyone there, for there an Academy go. Award. Right. Keep an eye out for it. Um, how much did the film cost? Yeah, so we're we're still in the modified low budget range, and ultimately What's that? We remind finished. us that range. Yeah, so it's, you're looking at one to three million dollars is where those th- that falls. Um, but we haven't finished with our fi- with final numbers, so we'll we'll let everyone know after we sell it. I, I think, <laughs> Got it. Funny way to answer that question. Yeah, distributors will want to know how much you spent because they want to spend as, as little on acquisition as absolutely. possible. Absolutely. So yeah. we'll kind of keep that the actual numbers a little close to the chest, but. Yeah, it's in modified low budget range. So. Okay. Um, if you could go back and do one or two things differently with the film, be honest. What would you change? Like, would you would you change the 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 lead female or like what would you change? <laughs> oh, no, no, that was, that was the best business decision. She, yeah, she, Are you trying to get him in trouble? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Cast someone who's invested in the project because then you don't have to pay him as much. All right. So, All right. What would we do differently? I've I've answered this question a couple of times. I would have hired a lot more people. Um, mm. We did make this film. It's kind of funny because January 2020. We were tired of pitching and, and not, not making this film. And we said, come hell or high water, we are making this film no matter what. And then literally hell hit in the form of COVID-19, everybody knows, worldwide pandemic. And <clears throat> we just we were fortunate in some ways to film because a lot of people were lurk, looking for work um, and were just wanting to work no matter what. And we were able to film during you know, late summer of 2020 when there was definitely a window um, of safety here in Utah. Um, but what's interesting is that we just were wearing 15 hats each. Like we, (laughs) I I don't know that we've experienced so much exhaustion as at the end of the six weeks of pre-production and production combined. Yeah. Yeah. Something I learned, um, especially in this, in, in this world is you're, if you're doing night shoots or if you're doing, uh, you know, filming, filming at 4am, right? Like you're there, there's the, the crew and, and people, they, they start to get tired at the end of the day. And it's natural, um, and you have to learn to inspire people. Um, just 
at no matter what. And if you are getting that shot and everyone's come together and you know, you have your lighting cues, everything's set, the action set, choreography, whatever it needs to be, if it's ready to go and you roll and you don't get the take, even if everyone's excited, you have to, especially, you know, with, with everyone's effort put into it, it just hurts everything. If you don't take that extra moment and say, guys, we got to get it again. There was a couple of moments during production and there weren't that many on this film where I knew the performance or something wasn't quite good, but I, I felt like I didn't want to have to push anybody too hard. I didn't want to hurt anybody. I didn't want to, you know, and, and not that you have to hurt people, but if you can rally the troops and get them excited, that's mm. what makes world-class, I think, directors, world-class producers, is they can, even at 4 a.m., get a, a talented crew to say, let's do one more to make sure we've got exactly what we need. Or, you know what, like that, let's get the lighting really, you know, in there so our, our lead looks, you know, heroic or whatever it needs to be. Let's really dial it up. So that's the thing I probably will try to do differently throughout my career is even if you feel like you're asking for a little bit more than maybe you're paying the people for, no, but even if you're asking for a, a lot out of your crew, it only serves everyone's com you know combined effort to make sure you get it on the day. We've done sure. some reshoots and things for things that like we didn't quite nail on the day. And, uh, and, and that just costs money. It costs so much money to have to go back and do things again. So it, even if you go... We actually didn't go over time, except for maybe one day we went 15 minutes over on, on, a, on a day, which is pretty nice. Yeah. But if you're going into that 15 minutes, it might be 15 minutes. You might have to pay overtime for everybody. But that's better than trying to bring everybody back, you know, six weeks later and do yeah. it again. So, yeah. Yeah. so you guys are going to do something to distinguish this, fi this film, to, to have it rise to the top. Tell us what that is. <laughs> yeah. So, so Alien Country and one of our talented actresses in, in the films was Rachel Brooks Smith. Um, she's just incredibly talented actress, dancer. She's from center stage. She was in Iron Man too. Um, and she said what indie filmmakers miss is that they're not just building a brand, a, a single product, right? They're not just building a single movie. They're building a brand. And so alien country, we're building out a video game for the actual in the world. There's also, you know, there's games that are associated. There's kind of a card game version of that that we prototyped, but, but we're making alien country, not just a one-off film, but it will be something that can spin off into a series. It can be something that can kind of live on, you know, in the greater world. So that, that might, you know, it's, it's essentially what every Hollywood, you know, studio tries to do with all of their properties. But uh, I think a lot of the reasons that doesn't happen in the indie world is it takes, you know, some really creative thinking and it takes like a lot more resources. So we're just trying to keep building it more as a brand than just a single film. You guys have a YouTube channel where you show your journey well before today. Um, what's that YouTube channel so that people could see what it took to get to this point? Yeah, it's called Indie Film School. We actually um, started this YouTube channel about 10 years ago together when we were just dating. And oh, wow. it started off as like these, these gamer versus um, channel, which was really fun to make. Um, again, kind of in the sci-fi action realm. Um, but we posted a video a couple years ago that where the tutorial for the video that we made actually performed better than the video itself. So we like mm -hmm. had this kid in an X-Wing and he flew off out of his house and it was really cute. But people were super interested in how we made the video and not necessarily the video itself. So that's something that we took to heart and we took the data and we applied our, our content. We changed our content dramatically, actually, in that we're, we're vlogging now and we're talking about our process and we're providing tutorials 
for how we create what we do instead of just what we do. Because the movie is going to come out and most people will probably watch it on Netflix or watch it on Hulu or wherever it lands. And they'll see it the one time, but then they can go to the YouTube channel and see our, our backstory or our journey, or they can see the behind the scenes of one of the, I mean, we vlogged and talked about every single day on set, you know, into the middle of the night, what it was like to, to be filming. And, and that's pretty rare these days, yeah. especially on the indie side. I think well, and that, that feedback that's loop, I think is going to be more and more of what people expect from filmmaking. And it's great that you're, you're out front. I, I think you're right that it's rare right now, but, uh, but I, I think it will become increasingly common. Yeah. Yeah. It, it comes, I think it comes down to resources, you know, Peter mm -hmm. Jackson was doing it right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But it's, it's awesome. If you can, if you can share your journey with your fans um, and then share like the re, just we talk about the reason you make your art, but then also show them how, show them the craft behind it. I think there's no better way to inspire other artists, but also just connect with your audience. Yeah. So your next, your next, when you get the billion dollar check from Amazon next time to uh, <laughs> to build this out, It'll exactly. Be, right. Uh, let's end with this, and you know, honesty counts here. Uh, how 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 was it working with your your husband or your wife? Like, you know, was it was it difficult? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I mean, it's like we, would, we wouldn't be married if we didn't love it, right? I think, I, yeah. In a way, we kind of don't know anything different. When we, we met on a movie set... I was an actress in a, in a little film. I played a sassy nurse and he, uh, he ended up being the first assistant director on, on the set. And then <laughs> the director's wife actually went into labor on the very last day. So he ended up directing 
And so we, we met in a work environment. We started this YouTube channel and we started bootstrapping from the beginning. And so while there are definitely highs and lows um, to working together, we kind of don't know anything different. And when it comes to my acting and performance and even like auditioning, I don't trust anyone more than I trust Boston in terms of direction because he knows when I'm faking it. We, we talked about this on Alien Country. There was our script supervisor was like, "Man, you really, you really like don't give Renny breaks." And I was like, "Well, I just know if it's not a real performance, you know, like uh, like I could just tell." And 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 you know, for better or for worse. But I think I think also equally, Renny pulls out the best performance and the best work ethic in me. She inspires me to want to do more and want to create at a higher level. And and you know, and be worthy of, of her creativity and her talent. So I think, I think that, you know, we push each other and it's rare maybe to find those, but I also have found so many other couples who find that they actually love being in business with their partner. And, and I think that that's, that for us is true. And, and if it works out for a lot of people, great, you know, if it's, it's not a lifestyle for everybody though. We did have a massive meltdown. In the okay, the good. Fun. Thank you, Renny, for the honesty. I want to hear the fight. Let's hear about the fight. <laughs> Trying to remember. So we were, we were doing actually one of our pickup days. And here's another thing I would have done differently with this movie is we shot with so many vintage cars that stopped running on us yeah. at some point. Or like these demolition derby cars that have just been beaten to death, not just by our movie, but by actual demolition derby cars <laughs> or demolition derbies. And so we're doing this pickup day and we're just literally, you guys, we're, we're trying to save every single penny that we can. So we decide that we're capable to like haul and drive up these, these vintage police cars by ourselves onto like a flatbed, right? Oh. But the problem is one of these police cars stopped going into reverse. And so it's like we we spent all day shooting. It's like 1130 at night. We're at some random hotel in the middle of nowhere, Utah. I kid you not. It's in the desert. And we're trying to we're literally trying to like drive this this police car onto a flatbed and the flatbed's not connected correctly. Like I look back at one point and Boston's driving up and I see the flatbed literally like do one of these. And I was like, I was oh, like, wow. stop, come back, go back. <laughs> and then finally when he gets on the, the flatbed, it's like crooked and, and not balanced. So we had to figure out how to, you know, inch it back by like pushing, literally pushing the car into in, in neutral and like steering it. And I think it was probably about midnight where we were both like screaming at each other. I was like, we can't drive home tonight. We're going to break down in the middle of the road. And I was like sobbing. And he was, he was like, well, we just did a different opinion. I thought we should drive home. You know, let's get Did he look at you and say, you're crying again. I can't take it anymore. Did he say that? It's not real. Uh, yeah. It's not a real performance. We ended up spending the night, one more night in that, in that tiny little town. We weren't supposed to, we were supposed to be back and return everything the next day. And I just, I, I just didn't feel comfortable. I was like, if we break down at three in the morning on, on the desert highway road or something happens, like we're not equipped to fix this in the yeah. middle of nowhere. So yeah. anyway, good so, so what happened? Yeah. So what oh, happened? Well, at the end, actually it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I took it personally because I, I could, I could, I knew how to get the car on. It, it was just, I needed a couple extra <laughs> yeah. hands. Look at this <laughs> guy. How I, dare I, you I doubt him? I got this figured out. Yeah. It's all good. I don't know if I was overly confident, but we had to figure it was like a puzzle and I like solving puzzles and it was, except it was a very deadly puzzle if, the, if you did it wrong. If you did so it long wrong. story yeah. short was we, yeah, we got it on the flatbed. We took it back the next day. We stayed the night. It was fine. I think for us as a relate in the relationship aspect of it is, you know, I, I knew when it was, when I was pushing her too hard and 
I was like, you know, I, to do it right, we, you know, we probably like people will give us forgiveness, you know, if we're late bringing back the flatbed or whatever, it's not going to yeah. be a big deal, you know, but also like having to, having to check in with, with Rennie and say, okay, you know what, what's best for, you know, our finances isn't necessarily best for our relationship. Let's make sure that we take, take an extra night, stay in the middle of the desert at this little hotel mm-hmm. and then, and then drive back in the morning. So we did that. Interesting end to that though, is the trailer that we had rented. One of the tires ended up blowing off. Like, oh, like, like, it was like, just shredding. The but tread we shredded. We didn't know. Like when yeah. you drive down the freeway and like a, your yeah. a truck like tire like kind of shreds in the middle of it, but we like we've never. Yeah, and we took it. We took it back to the rental, the rental hand. place, and they were like, "Yeah, that's not your fault. That was just a bad trailer." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> great, good to know." <laughs> All right. So, uh, Chris, we're gonna walk with these two on their journey. All right. Of, this will uh, be fun. So we're gonna yeah. check back in with you guys in about a month and a half to see where you're at, Sounds and we great. want you to take our call. Absolutely. Like, don't leave well, us hanging. We want to hear when 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 did you say fix it in post? Three and, months. And, and They're giving then, themselves and, and three and months. How did that? And then yeah. how did that? How did that work out? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we're excited. We love. Yeah, we'd love to keep telling you uh, right. about how we. I think the next step for us is finishing the film and talking to sales uh, and distribution. So I'd love to update the audience on that. So uh, what's your guys' website? So aliencountry.com. That's us on social as well. We have yep. at Alien Country. Everything except for Facebook. There's a really uh, creative country singer who sings about aliens. Uh, not us. So if you go to Facebook. country movie on Facebook. Interesting. Well. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to check that out too. <laughs> yeah. We're giving him lots of free press. No, yeah. but uh, alien, at Alien Country pretty much everywhere. Okay. All right, Rennie, Boston, thank you guys so much for your time. Fantastic. Wish you nothing thank but you. the best. Yep. And Look we'll check in with you in a Look forward to talking further soon. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Playing now in Fandor is Seasons 1 through 6 of Dead Zone. This science fiction drama television series starring Anthony Michael Hall centers around a character who discovers he has developed psychic abilities after being in a coma for six years. That's F-A-N-D-O-R, the home for cinephiles. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 